If your social media is just getting crickets and you're frustrated by not getting enough engagement, but you're putting so much time and energy into it, chances are your content isn't stopping the scroll and gaining attention from your followers. So it's just blurring into the background. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 351. And today we're going to look at a lead generation strategy that activates a flood of four to five figure clients. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier and possibility igniter for expert-based entrepreneurs. So I'm going to share a strategy that I've been uh, integrating with clients in the 100K Authority Accelerator, and we've been working with it in Ignite Mastermind for quite some time, but I, I realize it's a fundamental that a lot of people don't get. And um, I was thinking of how I wanted to lay this out today for the episode. And I have a client that I worked with uh, this last year as we were raising his rates into, we were basically doubling his rates and really working this authority accelerator system. And one of the things that happened when I audited his presence and because I go through and I audit everything, I realized he had a real inconsistency in his social media presence. And he's like, yeah, social media, I don't want to bother with it. Nothing ever happens there. And I explained why nothing was happening there, the incongruence, the um, lack of consistency, and that if somebody was going to social media, he they wouldn't really get what he did because he didn't have a presence that positioned his authority and educated and so we laid out a very, very simple strategy for him to do this. And he was blown away when a new client who'd been referred to him did exactly what I said. They were going to his LinkedIn, checking him out. And they were like, oh, yeah, I can see why you were referred to us and why we need to use you. And they had no problem paying his new fee, which was double what he'd been asking for years. So the strategy works. And so we're going to unpack it today. So as I mentioned earlier, this is a strategy that we help clients integrate when they're going through my 100K Authority Accelerator. And I wanted to teach this here because I want to give you an instant win. So please, um, if you are feeling frustrated with your social media results, try this strategy. Now, a little foundation that you have to keep in mind is this is part of my seven-step framework that I... I'm happy to give you for free. If you go to amplifywithmelanie.com, you can download the framework and see how all the pieces fit together. And uh, you need to be driving new leads to your social media through different strategies. One of my favorites is speaking on other people's stages and being interviewed, um, different kinds of collaborations you would do with your peers who serve a similar audience. What this does is this drives new attention to your social platforms and new followers. Now, this strategy is going to work with everybody on your social media platforms. But what this does is this oftentimes kind of primes the pump, so to speak, by giving you interested and intrigued leads 
who are in essence vetting you in those moments to see if you're the one they're going to work with or you're the one they're going to hire to speak. So the outcome we're looking for is social media lurkers and new connections become leads. They raise their hand and say, I want to know more. How can you help me? They're booking a consult. They're buying from you. And you may even see that this turns into more speaking, more lucrative speaking opportunities, which literally every time I run this strategy, I end up with like five to 10 new leads to speak in my inbox. It's literally like a uh, speaking activator. So here's the content strategy, if you will. And it's very important you dial this in and really understand your valuable content strategy because you're going to use that in your posting strategy. Your content should be doing three things. First, it should be teaching in a way that disrupts the scroll. And what that means is that you are posting your content so that it grabs attention and causes people to want to read it. Secondly, it should be showcasing your thought leadership. And I'm, this is so important. Social media is a noisy place. So if you start sounding and looking like everybody else, your unique concepts and frameworks are going to get lost. And so don't try to sound like everybody else. Don't try to sound like your competitors. We want to really bring your voice out. You want to bring your uniqueness. You want your frameworks to really um, pop. And then third, it's got to be brand aligned. So in some way, shape, or form, your content needs to be recognizable as as yours. And you can do that through brand uh, colors, brand uh, logos and fonts, um, brand energy. Now, some people, this we're going to blow this one out of the water. So some of my clients, we don't worry about this as much, but I think 90% of the time we want to make sure that your brand messaging is congruent and people really get it to you. So what kind of content should you be posting? There's a little um, system, and I'm not the only one that teaches this, by the way, but the way we do this is tuned into how your uh, message is first being experienced out there in the world through speaking and through uh, podcast guesting and things like that. So this little uh, content strategy is what I do as part of that seven-step system I mentioned earlier. And by the way, if you don't have that seven-step system, just go wherever you're listening to this and look in the show notes. There'll be a link that you can drop right into amplifywithmillie.com and pick that up. So the five kinds of content. First, you want to be sharing your frameworks and concepts. And I'll tell you how to do that in a minute. But your framework and concepts are your thought leadership. This is part of your um, teaching system. It's part of your method. It's your... Uh, it's your strategy that you teach. And if you don't have that, this is where I would highly recommend you hire a coach, you know, and if I'm the coach you want to work with, let's talk, we can look at that. But getting a framework out of your head and having it kind of be nebulous and vague and really honing this in, it is a massive uh, re- calibrator for your clarity. And so when you get this really nailed down and you're using it, I I guarantee you, you're going to see a major shift in how people pay attention to what you do. And then naming it obviously has has a really um, big impact as well, but that's a whole nother episode for another day. So your framework and concepts, posting case studies and results. 
This is where people sometimes get a little squeamish, <laughs> but I promise you, you don't have to just post like, my client just made $100,000 on this new strategy. It's not like that. It's storytelling. It's um, sharing a, a case study as part of a teaching moment. It's like learning how to, again, bring your voice, your brand messaging, your energy to sharing case studies and results. So they're really are disrupting people's scroll and they want to pay attention. And this is what makes the difference between somebody who shares a lot of information, but not results and people going, oh, okay, those kind of results are what I'm looking for. So framework, results, case studies. Third is authority positioning showcases. This is critical. Authority positioning showcases are when you have been featured on someone else's platform and this is you borrowing credibility from somebody else and bringing that credibility back into your audience. And I see so many people missing this opportunity and they're wondering why, A, they're not getting booked to speak more. They're not getting booked on more shows. Uh, they are not necessarily um, leveraging the shows that they are featured on and they're wondering why it's not working for them. This is huge. I did this one time where I was interviewed on a friend of mine's podcast. I shared it on my LinkedIn and my Facebook and I, I think my Instagram too, but somebody, oh, actually, no, I shared it on Twitter. I always share it on Twitter because I have a pretty active following there or now X, I should say. <laughs> and somebody that followed me there was so enraptured by the topic that I had been interviewed on. And she said she'd been following me on Twitter for like five or six years. I'd never seen her, never heard from her, no engagement whatsoever. Something about that episode really stood out for her. She raised her hand and said, I, I'm really, I'm very moved by this topic and booked in a consultation. I think the topic had to do with imposter syndrome and feeling like, the fear of being seen is something that uh, is holding you back from taking action. And she noticed that she was really not leaping forward in her business. And so that really stuck out for her. So it works. It really, really works. And I can give you a hundred examples of that, but that's just one that's standing out in my mind right now. The fourth kind of content Oh, by the way, um, before I leave number three, you could also do that if you've been featured in the media, if you're speaking somewhere, you want to show those opportunities where someone is choosing you and showcasing you. It creates this credibility boost in the minds and in the eyes of your followers. All right. The fourth one is hand raisers. So this is not something I would do until you've really laid the groundwork with some of these other pieces. So hand raisers are things like, I just put together a report um, on the seven biggest reasons why your customers don't buy from you. Would you like a copy? It's absolutely free. Or it could be, I, um, I did a research project and wrote a white paper on uh, why why there is a 
racial bias in corporate America. I'm making this stuff up, right? But I'm thinking of different people that you might, or different types of content pillars you might want to create a value uh, post around, or sorry, a hand raiser post around. So think about what is it that your audience might be really intrigued by, or they, they might have a lot of interest in, and you've got something you're willing to give away for free, do a hand raiser post. Uh, another kind of hand raiser post could be something like, I've got two more spots in my exclusive round table for CEOs who want to break 2 million this year. Let me know if we should talk. Or I'm hosting a uh, abort, or it, what do they call them? Um, a round table conversation with seven influencers in social media. Do you want it? I have one open spot. Do you want it? Right? So think about uh, what you could create as an experience that might get people hand raising. You can even do, you can kind of integrate this one with number five, which I'll talk about in a minute, but you can say, uh, I'm looking for one uh, mompreneur who wants to break $100,000 this year with a simple strategy to, you know, 5x her revenue. I don't know. I'm making this up. You can tell, but uh, you're basically being very specific. You're very being very clear what the opportunity is. Um, hand raisers can be anything from a freebie, or you can also do something really simple and say, hey, who here wants to speak on more stages this year? give me a microphone emoji in the comments or say speaker in the comments. And what you're doing is you're trying to find the common ground with people in your community. And this is what allows you to start A, knowing what people are interested in, B, who in your community is interested in the things you're going to teach, and three, you're basically creating leads. Now, there's a whole strategy there around what you do with those hand raisers where you can reach out in the DMs, you can say, hey, you want to have a chat? Or if you're just offering content, you would reach out in the con in the DM and give them access to the content they've asked for. But the hand raisers create momentum on your social page and that gets, gets that post a little more traction, but it also helps you isolate who is a potential lead. The last type of content you should be doing are invitations. So invitations could be anything from uh, I'm looking for a podcast guest or I'm booking speakers for an event. Could be I'm you know kind of crossing with the hand raiser. I've got three openings for my VIP exclusive retreat, or I'm having an event about this, or I'm having a workshop. Do you want an invitation? So anything where people know you're doing something. This is this is your offer and you're being invited to it. Now, here's something that I've started doing differently here. And I learned this from my friend and longtime mentor, Adam Urbanski. Give him a little shout out on this because he's brilliant at this. And he taught me something about invitations and, and hand raisers too that I wasn't doing and I started doing and it's brilliant. And that is do not put a link in the comments. Don't put a link in the post. Make people say, I want it keyword or emoji or a comment or anything, and then reach out in the DMs to give them the link. Why you do that is because the minute, A, you take traffic off of whatever platform you're on, that algorithm is going to get stalled. So no social media platform wants you to take traffic outside of their platform. So 
the algorithms don't like that and they stall the traction, they stall the momentum. And secondly, um, the more people that are, are commenting, yes, I want it, the more momentum the, the post gets. And I was like, oh, you're right, that's brilliant. Now, the exception to that is if you just don't have time to manage it, and there's been times where I'm like, oh my God, I just can't keep up, and I'll just drop the link, but just know it does kind of slow the momentum down. I, I did an example of this, uh, my Amplify Your Authority group, which you are always invited to join us in if you're an expert that wants to add another 100K to your business this year. It's a great community for you. But I did a hand raiser post that I just could not keep up with. And so I ended up having to drop the the link in the notes. It was a, um, a speaking opportunity for another organization. And there were so many people that wanted it. I finally was just like, okay, I got to drop the link in the comments because I can't keep up. So there are exceptions. Okay, so that's the five types of content you should be posting. And ultimately, that posting strategy, someone should be able to come to your wall and know exactly what you do, what problem you solve, and understand what kind of credibility and what kind of trust factors you have and what kind of energy you're going to bring to them. Um, onboarding a new client right now, in 100K Authority Accelerator. And that was the first thing we looked at is, she's like, yeah, my socials really aren't working for me. And I said, I looked at her LinkedIn profile and I'm like, yeah, that's why. And she had a lot of posts, but it, there was no traction with it. And it was just noise. It wasn't really um, showcasing what she did and the power of who she was. So all of a sudden the light bulbs were going off. She's like, oh, I know exactly why it's not working. And she was able to retool her content strategy to start getting some quick wins. Now, I'll just recap framework, case studies, authority positioning showcases, hand raisers, and invitations. So what kind of format should you be posting these in? I really think it's important to do four specific types of formats and to interchange them. And you can even cross-purpose the same framework or concept into different formats and get more play out of it. So here's my five favorites. First, if you're on Facebook, and I highly recommend being on Facebook, even if you don't love it, it's just got the most traction, use the colored backgrounds or the emoji backgrounds. Just do a very short post. These are great for hand raisers and invitations. Works very effectively for standing out and stopping the scroll. Second, carousel posts. That's a branded image that has um, like five to seven or 10 different images in it that kind of unpacks a strategy or a framework. Reels, one of my favorites. So these are the short one to two minute videos. They're screaming right now on Facebook and now YouTube is really doing well with them. And if you've got a lot of traction on Instagram, great. So short video and reels. Branded images. So just doing a simple branded image with a strategy or tip or a case study or a testimonial that you unpack. And video. So this would be longer video. Somewhere between 5 and 20 minutes ideally, which would completely unpack a strategy. Now, um, if you're using audiograms, if you've been featured somewhere or you're in your own podcast, that would kind of go under the short video uh, segment. And I like to kind of intersperse all the different formats. Where should you post them? 
This is really up to you. You need to know where your best clients are coming from, which platform is most likely to attract your best clients. And I still find that Facebook is my number one performing platform. LinkedIn is somewhere behind there. So I'm present on pretty much all of them, but I find that Facebook and LinkedIn is where people are more serious about solving a problem. They're more likely to raise their hand. They're more likely to take a step forward and say, hey, can I work with you? The the DM strategy there is very fluent and congruent, which works well. So this is the system. And I encourage you to get active and figure out what platform is best for you and try this out. Now, there are things that I highly recommend customizing and you might tweak to really kind of match your brand, match your energy. You may try some things that work better for you outside of this. But if you're not doing anything or you're inconsistent, you don't have a presence, I highly recommend trying this out. The more you speak, the more podcast interviews you do, the more your social media presence will benefit from this short strategy. You should be rolling all kinds of speaking gigs into your DMs. You should be getting more opportunity and you should be having leads raising their hands saying, yes, I want to work with you. Try it. Let me know how it works. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media.